Hey there, Bannock folks. How you doing today? Thank you for joining us today on another lovely Wednesday. If you're listening, thank you for checking us out. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. Leave a comment down below. It helps me a bunch in the long run. I'm uh, As of taping this right now, my 85 subscribers, let's boost that number up a bit. It helps me out quite a bit. Make sure you go and like and subscribe. Um, if you're new to the show, we are a podcast that brings people from the music industry onto the show. You know, whether they're musicians, photographers, uh, promoters, anyone who's in the scene. And they're working with bands directly and has any sort of crazy story that they have from working with bands. Because we all know bands have wild stories. And uh, this is the show to tell them on. So if you're new here, make sure you're subscribing. Check us out on our Instagram. That's where we do most of our updates. That's at Banecdotes, B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. And if you're noticing that this is episode 68 and not 67... That's because our audio podcast listeners already know this, but we do these new music of the month episodes where they're just like kind of like radio episodes where I just go through and uh, play all the new tunage that's come out of Ontario. I even for this uh, past one that I just did for February, even threw up a a Spotify playlist just so that people can check it out and just kind of get used to all the cool new music. I'm going to try and do that more often, try to make some of those Spotify playlists because, uh, you know, I even though they're 10 or 11 songs, uh, you know, a little bit goes a long way. And that's another thing. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> another thing is that there's, you know, not all those bands have stuff on Spotify. So not always are on there. So you could always check out um, – the new music of the month episodes on you know Spotify, the actual uh, Apple podcast uh, platform, any of that. So that's where episode 67 lives. Uh, it's not on the YouTube because I can't put it up for copyright reasons. You guys know how it is. Anyway, thank you for joining me today. We got a good one for you. But before we get into it, I'm excited to bring back a nice little segment that we call Shows. Oh, hell yeah. Now, shows are coming back, and I'm super excited. And we got lots to talk about today on Banecdotes, especially all the cool shows that are coming up in the next couple of months. First, we got coming up No Passage Fest. That's happening on March 19th in February at the Bridgeworks. Jeez, we got Like Pacific, A Will Away, Exalt, Forest Green, Falsifier, Nightwell, Judgment, uh, Downswing, Fight Club, uh, Hazel, Napoleon, and our homies in Gavel. Make sure you grab a ticket for that. That's probably going to sell out really quick. Next, we got a Banecdotes uh, and Indoor Shoes. Uh, show that we throw in together. That's right. Eric has helped me out to put on this show. Actually, we working together on this one. This one's Crywink. They're a band from UK. They're coming from the United Kingdom, which is super exciting. They're playing with The Commuted uh, and uh, Red Coat, Drifter, and my pal John Lepp. And that's happening March 25th in St. Catharines at warehouse now cold shoulder our homies in cold shoulder they're doing a stint of shows in april um at the beginning of april end of march uh with a band called flashback they're from western canada they're a canadian band they're a super cool band super cool new metal like hardcore hardcore band um yeah that's for the primal fury release shows that's super exciting so that's march 31st they're hitting london at rum runners april 1st they're hitting toronto at the hard luck bar april 2nd ottawa at the dominion tavern and then april 3rd 
Hamilton at the Absence. Make sure you grab your tickets for that. That Those shows are going to be incredible. Cold Shoulder is putting on a hell of a show. And I'm excited for that new record that's coming out. I've pre-ordered mine. I hope you've pre-ordered yours. Cool. And then we've got Teeth. Our homies and Teeth doing a stint uh, just shortly after that. In April 6th, they're doing Hamilton at the Doors. Uh, 7th, they're doing uh, Sneaky D's in Toronto. April 8th, they're doing Ottawa at the Dominion Tavern again. April 9th, they're going to Montreal, to the Le Foufoun Electric. Uh, I probably butchered that name because it's French. Sorry about that. <laughs> Make sure you look up at that show if you're in Montreal you want to catch that band. Uh, and April 11th, they're at... Rum Runners in London, hell yeah. And we're not done here. Our homies in Loose Teeth, now it's a different band, Loose Teeth, they're doing their Wormwood release show in Toronto on April 15th at the Hard Luck Bar with Homies in Rust, Still Numb, and Strange Limbs. Jeez, we got so many shows happening in Ontario. It's unbelievable. All right, let's get into my guest this week. I've been rambling all this time. We got Keegan Beach. He's played in several bands, but he's playing in a band called Lastly right now, but he played in Bitter Kids and uh, a couple other projects. He's been working really hard, and uh, I really had a good time listening and uh, talking with him because, uh, you know, I, I, he's an acquaintance, and we never actually got to sit down and, and, and talk a bit, and uh, no, I'm excited for it. All right, folks, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> Yeah. 
All right, we got a great guest for you today. Um, we got a hardworking individual with us. Give a round of applause for Keegan Beach. Thank you for Thanks joining for me today. Me. <laughs> awesome. So I think probably the last time I seen you was uh, maybe when you were working at the local music shop. Definitely the last time. Yeah. Um, so like when when the shop is located downtown. Yeah. Uh, and I used to work downtown. I would walk to work every morning and like clockwork. Yeah. <laughs> see you in the give see, a little wave. Yeah. See you in the window there and uh, yeah, it would be on our day. Uh, yeah. How you been? Good man. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Navigating through uh, weird times and yeah, hanging out and. Yeah, excited to be here, that's for sure. So you've been in the music scene for quite a while now. Yeah, since high school, I guess. Wow. Since high school. When's that? When will you bet that be? 2011, 2012, wow. so I quite guess. quite a while. Yeah. yeah. So what got you like into music and like the music scene and like alternative music? Uh, that's a great question. I remember being a kid and um, honestly, the, the first music video I think I ever saw was uh, uh, California by Wave. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? They're, they're St. Catharines band. Yeah, they're yeah St. Catharines Niagara Falls. So yeah. yeah, Paul Gigliotti. So I remember being in my basement. I think we were on Chaplin Avenue downtown St. Catharines, and I saw that, and I was like, "Whoa, I really like like music." And before that, I used to listen to like like Backstreet Boys and stuff like that. But, <laughs> but yeah, I saw that, and I was like, "Wow, I really like music." And then I don't think it was until I used to be really into sports, but I think when I was thirteen. Um, I had all this birthday money and I got my first guitar. Oh, cool. So ever since, and then, yeah, once I got my first guitar, I was, I think I was listening to like Blink-182, um, honestly, some comeback kid back cool. then. Like, yeah, yeah uh, they had this album called Broadcasting that I really liked. So I'd listen to stuff like that and um, started like a grade eight band with some, with my brother and a couple of friends who played uh, guitar and drums. So I kind of did that. And then once I got into high school, um, I kind of really got into playing guitar and whatnot. And I wanted to start a band. So I was like reaching out to all these different kinds of people. And then um, one day, I think it was when Niagara District closed down. Um, my friend Brad ended up coming to Simcoe and like we met in the hallways one day. And I was like working with some guy who just had a just um, started up a studio and I had this instrumental and but I couldn't sing. So I was like, hey, man, do you want to sing on this song? And then that's kind of how uh, the high school band started. And then, uh, I don't know, yada, yada, yada. Kind of <laughs> go from there, yeah. Yeah. So That's kind of how it started. What, so you want to tell uh, the audience like what, what band you're playing in now and what you do? And uh, Right now, the band I have is uh, called Lastly. So I'm, it's yeah, just a project with a few guys. And um, I do like, you know, most of the writing. And then uh, uh, Damien Birdsey uh, mixes everything. Andrew does a video. And we just kind of go from there. Obviously, a little bit slower right now because... You know, we can't, we're not playing shows or anything, but. So you guys do everything in-house? Everything's in-house, yeah. Wow. We have that in-house mentality kind of thing, so uh, it's good on our, good on our wallets, yeah. I guess, but. Yeah, it's good on the that. wallets, and then, like, it, everybody's kind of on the same page creatively. Yeah. Right? And they yeah. can always, uh, that's cool, and they want to help advance the band, and yeah. they could do it in their own. Can it sometimes feel like there's too many cooks in the kitchen, though, some with that? Not often. So, like, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. I guess, yeah. Um, sometimes I feel like we can get picky, but, uh. Other than other than that, it's it's pretty it's pretty smooth. It's pretty smooth for sure. You guys put out uh, an EP last year. Yeah, we did. Yeah, uh, and a handful of singles before that. Like you guys have been active. Yeah, since we just when? did. Yeah, um, I think 2017. Wow. I think yeah. I kind of just started as like a um, after after Bitter Kids, the, yeah. the band that we were all in. We were kind of. I was kind of like, why don't we just? Um, I kind of want to start like a, a project. So it was mostly recording and just. I'd kind of write songs and then we'd be like okay let's record them and put it out and then uh yeah and then one day i think um maybe a couple of years ago eric dixon was like there's a show coming up you guys are I'm putting you guys on it you better start practicing so we 
so that's then we started playing shows and then and then i think we got five shows in before covid started so it was most mostly a recording project for a bit oh okay yeah now this might be a little bit of an outdated question but i noticed that you guys put out a ton of singles before like you guys put out an ep is there a reason for that or is it just um i think at the at the time everyone was saying like just singles is is where it's at right i guess so um there was that and then there was also just uh i think where we were like as individuals like damien with recording um me with writing andrew with video we we're just kind of like i was like oh here's a song and like this is the song's awesome like let's let's re like record it and uh put it out and that was just kind of it there was never we never sat down and was and we're like okay like let's do an ep let's write an ap until until we ended up having i think the first lockdown we ended up just i think it was i think it was around that time but we we ended up having a collection of songs so we were um we're working with uh this guy named mark watson who's kind of managing us and we're like let's do because we had so many songs piled up we're like let's do like an 11 song ep and he's like well that's kind of an album (laughs) and we're like okay sure it's an album but it's an ep and then we're like oh we don't want our first album to be this so we ended up just choosing like our i think our six favorites and just did that as an EP just because we, we had them. And then I think we did uh, one single after that. And and yet again, sitting on like tons of tunes now. So kind of in the process of, of choosing what we're going to do next. And, yeah, it makes uh, sense to do that approach, especially when you have the like ability to do a music mm-hmm. video for every one of the singles, right? Yeah. Which helps, I mean, nowadays get that f- song a little bit further. Yeah. And with the streaming yeah, right. platforms, having the singles out almost all the time makes it easier because after – one single gets played, it'll automatically play the next one, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, a record, you have to kind of, like, finely tune where songs yeah. need to be and yeah. not. Yeah, so exactly. I, I understand that. It's just, it's not an approach I've never taken, and I've always just wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even before that, we've always, we've done, like, maybe one single and an EP or, mm-hmm. or whatever. So it, it just kind of, that's just the way it was. It just kind of fell into place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting it wasn't uh it wasn't super thought out if if it seemed that way <laughs> <laughs> did you folks get to play any shows last year uh like 2021 yeah no no what was the last gig you got to play when did when did all this happen like 2020 2020 2020 so it would have been i think february or march of 2020 was yeah. our last one at the velvet underground okay and it's funny we it was for um this like pre-party uh film fe- it's called pendants film festival but yeah. that that was the show and uh, we were all so sick. We were all, and this is just when we're oh, here. No. This is just when we're hearing about this novel coronavirus. So, we're yeah, we're all very sick. And we played the show like just before the show. We're at this like restaurant eating, and we all had food. And then we got back, and Damien chugged like he, he obviously not not intentionally, but he chugged a little too much Benadryl or or uh, one of those like cough syrup yeah, things, yeah. whatever. And he was it almost like almost knocked him out. Um, but yeah, we yeah we played and we we're also sick. Scott had to go like lay down after the show and and we're like, oh yeah, Corona. So we're pretty certain we all had like. You think it was it? We're pretty certain. Yeah, yeah, that it was. We were just all so sick for so long and and that was the last show. And then and then everything shut down. And then we were just like, okay, yeah. Know, what do you do? Well, we we ended up playing. Uh, we played a we made a tour happen in 2020 in February, and our last gig was on March 1st. And a couple of guys definitely went home sick. And they were said they said they were pretty sick and they but like you know testing wasn't even a thing no then. no yeah. you know like yeah. nobody kind of knew it was just kind of like if you're sick stay away from each other yeah yeah, yeah no kidding uh, so what are some of your favorite Ontario bands that have come up within the last year or so Ontario bands yeah. that's a great question um, there's there's some like uh, I guess like like pop bands that I that I like there's a band called Valley that's cool. Um, 
other than that, man, uh, I'm, I'm not really too sure. Uh, my friend Russ Donahue. Um, do you guys know Russ? Russ Donahue? Russ. I know. What's the, but, Kyle? Uh, I don't think Donahue. Russ, Donahue, though. That's Donahue, to, yeah. related to the like Chase and Not Spenny? Chase. There's a, they're missing oh. a Chet, uh, sorry, Russ is missing a G from Donahue and Donohue and oh, okay. Chase is Donahue or however you pronounce it. But he uh, he has a studio um, and he records like uh, uh, Pindles and Little Ner- okay. Little Nerves and all that. So sorry, there's there's another couple of bands. I, yeah, I like. But yeah, he showed me some some stuff he was working on and um, so that Pindles band. If you've heard of them, I heard yep. a couple of. Uh, not sure if I'm allowed to say. I, I guess I heard some of the mixes and I was oh, like, yeah. "This is cool. I'm into this." But yeah. Other than that. Uh, I do like that. I do like Little Nerves. Um, Zach Oliver is a guy that I do a little bit of songwriting with, and Damien does a bunch of production for. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, not not too many that I can think of. What's Chase up to these days? Do you know? Chase is a uh, Chase is a tattoo artist. Really? Yeah. With Sp- with, Sp- with Spenny? With Spencer? Yeah. Oh my god! Heck yeah! And Dylan? Heck yeah! Oh yeah. my! Is, are they all at Artistics? Yeah, man. Yeah, Holy it's shit. funny. I just got I just got this <laughs> one. I got this one like a few maybe a month ago, and I, I go to the Niagara Falls shop, and yeah. they're all just there hanging out tattooing. I'm That's like, this is cool. This is amazing. Yeah. I didn't know that Chase was involved with that. Yeah, yeah. He just started. He uh, he's out of the store as, as well, and um, yeah, he's he's tattooing and yeah, doing a good job. I, I saw him do a an entombed cover set uh, in, in, on Halloween. Right. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He also did. I Playing think he did Sepultura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian and Daryl and all those. It guys, was super yeah. cool. And Chap, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like I like I I went to the show because I was like enticed by like wow, entombed, and then I see a, a Chase up there, and I'm like, what the fuck? This is so <laughs> sick. It's really out of character. You don't really see Chase playing like metal bands, but no, like, he no. killed it. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, I guess Bitter Kids was as heavy as he'd go, and that when not saying that we were heavy, but no. Uh, but yeah, I remember seeing. I, I don't know if they were covering another band, like, but that band was had a show, and I it was really nice to see him like hit the drums really hard. Yeah, 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 such a great thing. So, so yeah, Bitter Kids, but Bitter Kids was a fairly popular band that you were in back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk a bit about that experience being in that band? Sure. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely definitely an experience. Um, uh, did some cool did some tours through uh through like I guess just Ontario and Quebec, and then um the last year before we split up we did like a like a, i think it was like a three-week states tour mm-hmm. which is pretty cool too um but yeah other, other than that there's yeah there's a few lineup changes um i was in and out for a little bit i i was i started it we i think we had our cd release or ep release show and that was like my last show and then i quit and i went to school for a year for uh, music production and then i came back and then we went uh went on that kind of states tour and got back and we're just like super broke and kind of uh, didn't know what we were doing or what to do. And we had a guy we were working with who had all this planned out, all this stuff planned out. And we we're like, how are we supposed to kind of pay for all this? And it just kind of, it just kind of slowly, I think we were working on a single and we just, from what I remember, just kind of fizzled out. And then, then, uh, yeah, one day we're just like, Hey, let's, that's it. We're doing farewell show, original lineup and, and calling it. And, and we did that. And that's probably to this date, my favorite show at L3. I think we, we sold out L3 and it was, it was just awesome. Yeah. And that was that show, um, through these words, uh, between breathing, between breathing. Yeah. I was going to say dark nights, bright lights, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> between breathing, uh, um, there's this band from Hamilton. Um, geez, I can't remember. Oh, Rarity. Rarity. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Rarity. Yeah. I think, I think that might've been the lineup, but it yeah. was just such a great show. And the, I, I was totally there. And, yeah. Yeah. That was a good yeah. lineup. That was a good yeah. time. Now did, so bitter kids kind of evolved into lastly. I, I guess so. I mean, it was it was Dame 
Damien and I just kind of, you know, and, and I think Ch Chase was there in the beginning and then Chase went to go uh, play with like other bands. So we got Scott to play and then um, I played and Andrew's always been like kind of part of everything. So we got him, him in there too. So it was, it kind of was just like a, a collective, I guess we all like, I think unknowingly we were just kind of like, um, we have the power to write, record, mix, uh, film everything by ourselves. So these are all the things that like when we, when bitter kids was first starting out, it'd be like, okay, everyone's pitching a thousand bucks each to do five a five song EP, you know, so uh, this way we we kind of didn't have to do that. We just we just decided to do it all in house, all by ourselves, and um, it's it's nice because when I listen to like our first tunes that were released in like 2017, compared to the quality that I see we can do now, it's like I can I can see that growth, and I it's pretty neat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's super cool. Now, um, uh, did, did you at all want to talk about uh, maybe uh, your old vocalist? That, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we could talk about JD. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's unfortunate. He, uh, for those who don't know, JD un unfortunately passed away. He used to come in the shop all the time. Oh, I of used course, to help yeah. him with the anything that he needed. Uh, it's re it's really unfortunate. I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. It's yeah, not, it's never a good time to. Ever... No, no, no. It, no, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. It is is what it is. Uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely miss him. I got Chase to give me a little JD right here. Oh, awesome. Too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he's a he's a guy I often um, often think about. And, uh, for, yeah, from like, especially listening to like heavy stuff like North Lane or, uh, mm -hmm. there's a lot of music I listen to that I just think, oh man, or a lot of music I hear now where I'd be like, oh my goodness, I would love to, to send this to JD and see what he thinks and, yeah and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, it's never tough. It's never an easy time. And like, uh, we, I had a couple friends of mine pass away in an old band and I definitely can re relate to that. Oh, like you, you definitely want to be like, oh man, if they were around, they would totally dig this too. Yeah, like, yeah, and just you know, it's, it's that, this is the. It was definitely the first time I've had family members die, but this is the first time where, um, like a, a good friend like that, you know, passes so passes away. And um, yeah, the, the day that we all found out, we all got together at my place and just had a huge uh, like kind of celebration for him. Mm -hmm. But it got us. Uh, talking about the the good old like days and all the good memories and yeah. it's often a it's a, a thing we still kind of do too is we talk about uh you know what was your favorite memory of him and it's it's nice but um one, one of the one of the bitter kids songs was called the latest scene and at the time i i wrote it about our bass player jeff yeah from for whatever you know you look back then and you're just like <laughs> oh you're a bunch of kids who want to take it so seriously yeah. and and whatever so i wrote this song called the latest scene which is kind of like a diss track and I think we ended up booting Jeff. We definitely, not I think, we definitely booted Jeff at one point. Yeah, yeah. And then he came back in and it was all great. And we were at a, we used to practice in uh, Edler and Ford's wash bays in oh, the back. Okay. So, so Chase's dad was like the manager there. We had no place to practice because we were so loud. Yeah. So after all the workers would go, we'd like, we'd have our trailer back there, unload the trailer into this wash bay and like jam or whatever. So first jam back with Jeff, he's like, is this song about me? <laughs> and my heart, my stomach drops. I'm like, look at Damien. I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope, it's all good. But uh, anyways, after after uh, JD passed, we were in, I think we were in Jeff's backyard and he was like, okay, I got a serious question. Is that song about me? And I was like, yep. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> yeah, is but it, yeah, it's it's sad, but um, things like that are, are horrible, but they always end up bringing people closer together and you, you kind of realize what, maybe, uh, yeah, realize what you might've been taking for granted and, and yeah. 
For sure. Yeah, yeah rest in peace, JD. Rest um, in peace, JD. Lastly, before we get into some anecdotes with each other, uh, you're slinging houses now. Slinging houses, yeah. <laughs> That's the only way I want to describe it. <laughs> How'd you get into that? My my dad's a real estate agent, as I think you knew. Yeah. Uh, so when I think um, the music store was a, a great job, but I was getting to a point where I'm like, I'm I'm here every day. I need something that's a bit more flexible, um, and that makes me more money, so I could you know be more flexible, do things. I want to do music more. So um, my dad was. Oh, I think when I was 21, my dad was like, Yo, you should just do real estate with me, and it'll it'll you know kind of help you make the lifestyle that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't until like last year or two years ago, I started the course, you know, um, the pandemic happened and I was like, okay, like might as well, might as well do some school. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of it. So I did, the, I did the courses and I, I've been doing it for like a year now. Um, but it helped me get out of the music store and, um, now I have more time to work on music and kind of take that as, as far as I want to take it. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like, like you mentioned, your dad is like, uh, like uh, comes up in conversation, like, because, uh, he works with my mother-in-law. Oh, get out of here. So like, <laughs> one, like I'll be visiting, we'll be visiting, uh, the parents and then she'd be, she'd be like, Oh, David suggested this. And I'd be like, oh, <laughs> like David, like beach, like geek. And like, I, I can't remember how I put it together because yeah. she kept, she kept saying like David beach. And I'm like, Beach. I wonder. Oh, yeah. I wonder. And then, like, I, I don't know how I put it together. Maybe I saw that you were putting like, slinging houses. Slinging houses, yeah. And, uh, and I think I was like, I think they're, uh, that's his son. Yeah, totally is the case. So yeah. It's it's off. I think, to be entirely honest, my the end of my driveway was fucked up today because it got plowed. Like, Still uh, looks fucked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, a plow went by and, like, we had that bush and it kind of toppled all the snow over. And, uh,. Haley called uh, my wife called uh, her mother and was like, "Oh, can you can we get someone to uh, get rid of the snow?" And she called Dave, like your dad, dad yeah. and was like, "He knows somebody," and they totally got to, took care of it. Oh so no, like, kidding! Yeah, yeah. Uh, otherwise, I would have had to uh, pay for an Uber for Kyle today. Oh I, no, kidding! Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Awesome. Let's get into some anecdotes. So tell That's me it. some of the wild stories you have from being on the road, whether it's uh, you know in the studio or yeah. anything in between. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first one I thought of for sure was um, the 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 states tour we went on mm-hmm. uh, the, the the last one. So um, load up load up the car, whatever. Go. I think where can you cro- you can cross in Niagara Falls. Yep. You can cross. Um, Where's the other other Windsor? Sport? Windsor, yeah, kind yeah. of area. So we into Detroit, into Detroit. Yep. So we um, are going to Windsor, Detroit, that area, because we're going down to uh, Denver, Colorado for our, our first our first show. So um, I think we we definitely got lost along the way, and we went we ended up at this border, but it was like a boat thing. Okay. To get us across the border, and that was definitely not what we were going for. <laughs> So we had to go back around, and we finally get there. And uh, Chase's dad, before he left, gave him a bunch of vitamin C's in a like pills? in a vitamin C pills yeah. in like a pill bottle. Yeah, but they look like oxy's or something. Yeah. Like that. So, so everything's cool. They went through our trailer, and then they find this thing, and they're like, "What are what are this?" And, and Chase is like, "They're just vitamin C's." Yeah. So we had to we had to wait for them to test them, <laughs> test them to see, to make sure that they are vitamin C's, yeah. whatever. Um, other than that, smooth sailing over the border. But we get down to finally get down to. Uh, Denver, Colorado, and we find this. Um, our manager at the time told us that we can park in Planet Fitness or LA Fitness, I think it's called yeah. LA <laughs> Fitness uh, parking lots. So we find this uh, find this LA Fitness. That's what it's called. And he also said that we can just like go and get like a month long membership to like shower and whatever. Okay. So we get there, we go in. Turns out we have to pay for the whole year, but yeah. we can cancel after. <laughs> so it just like just wasn't what we thought it was. So. Um, Came back like a little bummed, and we decided to sleep in this like Ford. Um, I want to say Ford Escape, but it, not a band van, but like a Ford Escape. Right, the trailer, whatever. More like a family van. Yeah. So three three of us are over six feet, <laughs> and and then there's then there's Damien too, right? So the the tall the us tall guys are like, hey, we'll sleep like laying down in the back. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Damien got the front seat, so we barely slept all night because there was just no room. No. Um, there was a Burger King in this parking lot with wi-fi so we pull up to this burger king um i guess i guess kind of close to it but we have like this blacked out like ford escape and <laughs> blacked out trailer getting some wi-fi um and so once we got the wi-fi we're like all like looking down on our phones we also picked up uh because it was legal legal in uh in denver first uh pot that's right marijuana yeah so we picked up some marijuana so we had that in us but anyways we're uh we're all on our phones and all of a sudden there's like this knock on the, on the window and we look up and there's like three cop SUVs, a bunch of cops all around like the, the van and trailer with like their batons out. And we're like, what the, f- can I swear on? This? Yeah. 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 <laughs> we're like, what the fuck? Like crazy. So they're, they're asking like, you know, what's, what's going on? What are you guys doing here? And we're like, Oh, like we're from Canada. We're starting a tour, whatever. And so someone from the Burger King, called and i'm thinking like oh man we got pot in here because that wasn't cool in canada yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. so someone from the burger king called the cops on us because they thought we were about to uh rob the burger king <laughs> so i've never heard of any burger king robberies <laughs> until then but uh yeah they thought they thought that we were gonna straight up uh, rob the place and wow it, and the yeah i guess the van looked like it but uh right no we we're just trying to grab some wi-fi and send some messages and whatnot so if you were to rob a burger place what would it be wouldn't it be burger king I wouldn't rob for the money. I'd rob for the. That's burgers. what I mean. I like what great, what yeah. what burger place would you go for? Probably probably a, I'm vegetarian. A and W maybe. <laughs> there you like, go. Yeah. Yeah. And w. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. KFC's got the Beyond stuff too. Yeah. 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 Chase was... Chase gave me a bite of his the other day. It was good. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was raised vegetarian, so I've, I've never had any of that. Before, oh wow. So 
So uh, I think it tastes like chicken. Sure. <laughs> You'll have to try it yeah. and, and tell me. <laughs> <laughs> tell you. That's yeah. crazy. Wow. So like just batons out and everything. Oh man, yeah. We're all just like, what the fuck is going on? And you just gotta be like, hello. Yeah, no, we're we're yeah, we're literally from Canada, just yeah, waiting to waiting to go to a venue. Um yeah, that was that was definitely one. Uh yeah, Denver, Colorado, and then um we had a show in Pennsylvania. I can't I can't remember where exactly, but um we got to the venue and we're like, okay, like let's find a motel. Calling around every single motel was uh was booked really and we're like we don't want to sleep in the van again like I'll, i'd rather sleep outside and so we find this one that's like maybe like 40 minutes away and we're like hey this is the last one and if not we'll we'll sleep uh we'll sleep in the van whatever so uh we make the call and it's like this like older lady answers like hello whatever motel and i was like hey like um do you guys have any rooms open and she's like yes and i'm like okay how much for a room for for four guys and she's like 50 bucks and we're like 50 bucks like okay we're on our way so we go we get there it as soon as we pulled in i was like nope 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 it was like uh i don't i don't know like a, it was like a horror t if there was a tv show about a horror motel kind of thing yeah it was, yeah it was like that the so base like, motel or something yeah sure yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah but we we pulled up and um there's i don't really know how to describe it other than like really worn down there um there was like people outside on like rocking chairs, just like you could tell people kind of lived that's, there. That's never a good sign. Was, no, yeah, rocking, <laughs> get out of here with the rocking chairs. <laughs> but yeah, um, anyways, I go in and it's just like fifty bucks cash. She like gives me gives me the key. I'm like looking around, you know, kind of like kind of waving at people. I walk past this one room and there's like um, these two like older guys on bunk beds. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah. I'm just walking by to see that, like like both kind of older bald guys like one sitting on the bottom bunk one sitting on the top bunk and we're all just kind of like okay this is this is kind of scary so maybe i was freaked out more than everyone else but <laughs> i was freaked out but we get in this room and it's just like this kind of ratty room um i swear there was like what looked like kind of blood stains on like the the shower curtain um probably was i just yeah probably probably was what, <laughs> what else could it have been yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah i just like remember just wrap, wrapping myself in a, a blanket that night and just being like i'm just gonna fall asleep and <laughs> we'll be gone tomorrow but we we also piled all of our suitcases in front of the door <laughs> just in case there's like plastic wrap on the windows so just yeah anyways uh it ended up being really nice nothing happened it nice. was great sleep wi-fi was crappy but do you think anyone was murdered there at any given time? Probably. How could they not? Be? Yeah. <laughs> that's where you would go, right? That's, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, so there's that. Um, how about you? Where's the, where have you guys stayed? Um, there was this one Airbnb, Airbnb that Hellbent stayed in. We stayed in it a couple times because it was 15 bucks. You can't go wrong with an Airbnb no. that's wrong, a 15 bucks. Um, but it, it was, was 15 bucks for a reason? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, uh, so it was located at the top of a barn, um, and it was outside of uh, Quebec City, uh, rural like it was just rural Quebec. Mm. Uh, yeah, at the top of a barn, you get up there. It's like a finished barn, so I mean, it's insulated. There's just mattresses on the floor. Um, this was the only bathroom that I've ever been in my entire life. It had a shower, it had a toilet, but it didn't have a sink. <laughs> okay. So like like it's like yeah you could do so much but until you need to like wa your wash teeth. your hands brush your teeth like you have to use the kitchen sink and yeah there was a kitchen uh, I think there was a fridge don't think e either of those things worked 
Uh, we stayed in it once going out uh, east, and then we stayed in it uh, again coming back. And someone had definitely stayed in it in between because there was uh, all the mattresses were piled into one place after we had came back. Uh, oh. Probably because someone was like, this is sketchy. It was kind of sketchy, but we, like, you know, ban on a budget, you go like, this is pretty sick for 15 yeah. bucks. <laughs> um, and and uh, we've looked since. It's still, it's it's pin closed. So maybe something happened to that Who place. Knows, but, uh, but yeah, you can't get it anymore. That's probably the weirdest place I've ever gotten to stay. I mean, we've, why, would you, would you, do you know, well, where's another place that we've stayed, Kyle? The That's right. So we, uh, <laughs> in Scarborough, no, not Scarborough, in um, Sudbury. Okay. Uh, there's this place called the Asylum. Don't know if it's there anymore. Uh, How it, crazy it would be if it wasn't there anymore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just a dream the entire yeah. time. Like, it never existed. It, 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 it uh, caught on fire in 1942. We're in it, we're in it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were in a place called the Asylum. Uh, the bar was cool. It was meant to look like, like a jail. Uh, it was pretty cool. But they offered, like, you could go upstairs and I forget how much you paid, 50 bucks a night, and they gave you, like, a whole room. That's awesome. So, like, it was kind of sick. So we went up there. It was Wi-Fi. But it was still kind of sketchy. Like, it was clearly for the bands. But, like, I think someone lived up there, too. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, And at one point, the band that we were uh, touring with were like, they're like, we're going to go hang out with this guy. We're like, have fun. Like, like we we had no part of that. Uh, and then there was an additional room that they that they let us purchase uh, because there was three or four there was three bands that we were doing like this Ontario run with so one band or two bands could stay in the one and uh, another band I, I can't remember exactly how we had the setup but we needed to get the other room uh, so we're like all right sounds good this room sounds great so we pay for the other room we walk in uh, the bed's messed up so like immediately you're like oh someone's been fucking like on this bed. <laughs> So uh, we were like, uh, the other band, you're going to sleep in this room tonight. Oh. We're going to stay in the other room. If you, and they yeah. were cool about it. Uh, they were kind of like, yeah, we don't fucking care. Like, we'll sleep <laughs> anywhere. Uh, we, but yeah, uh, that was also a weird place. Just weird vibes because yeah. someone lived up there. Yeah, like, no kidding. Yeah. So that was like their too. apartment. And then here we are. Yeah, I know. Well, I feel like that's kind of what you get for when you're touring too just like there's just weird spots i mean always there's other basements and like yeah some nice spots some or uh there's this one time we did uh this run and the hotel was very strict about like you know uh two beds four people okay or, you know end up sleep, sneaking the other band in to like there, there, there's like 10 of you sleeping like on the floor yeah and, and whatnot um when we were in quebec this one time we uh found of one of the guys i don't know if i don't know if his band was playing or not but uh he hit us up and was like, "Hey, I have uh, this, this French guy, Fred P- Fred Pierre or something like that. I don't know why I remember his name, <laughs> redhead guy. But he was like, you guys can stay at my apartment if you want.' So uh, we played. We're like, yeah, totally. We play the show. We all bring our stuff up there. And uh, Chase is like deathly allergic to cats. Okay, <laughs> not deathly, but like very allergic. Yeah, to cats. yeah. I think yeah. he slept with a, a blank one of my, one of Damien's blankets who had a cat or something, and his face was all like puffy. Anyways. As soon as we get up there, Chase is like, I can't stay up here. Like, and it's middle winter. He's like, I have to sleep in, like, the van. So I was like, hey, I'm, I'll go with you, and I'll sleep in the van. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we ended up staying in the van, covered in blankets. We'd, like, every two hours, we'd wake up, turn it on, yeah. get the heat going, and then turn it off. 
uh, wake up to this guy banging on the door, giving us tickets, speaking only French. Yeah, and, like, oh, no. Had no idea. So uh, probably one of the worst sleeps. And then a uh, whole band comes back down. We're like loading everything up. And I'm like, did anyone grab my like, it's my fault. But I was like, did anyone grab my bag? up there no one grabbed my bag oh, no. full of all my clothes it's got everything and, and this guy went to work so i was like okay like all we can do is like go back up to this apartment and, and see if he's if he's there and uh co- like no word of a lie coincidentally he was coming home for lunch as we were going up wow. to like see if he was there and i got my bags back but coldest sleep ever yeah coldest sleep ever that sure. sounds awful there, there was one time we were out uh uh it was on that 2020 tour that we did we uh, met up with the band, and we found, again, rural Quebec, this Airbnb. This was actually pretty sick. It was this, like, old schoolhouse, um, but it was turned, uh, like, into, uh, like, like a nice home. Uh, there in, was in, a, in Quebec? In, somewhere in Quebec. Cool. Um, I can't exactly remember. It was just somewhere. Somewhere in between. It was just along the way to the East Coast. Our first show was in Halifax, so we had to make, uh, a, like, a two-day trip out of it and stop somewhere in between. Um, so we stopped at this one place. Yeah, super nice. It had a bunch of bunk beds in it for like tons of bands. Uh, the the place was heated by a fire stove, so we kind of had okay, to keep yeah. the fire going. <laughs> uh, super cold. It was like negative forty, and like um, the the inside again. We we slept pretty comfortable, but like uh, you wake up in the morning and it's like this like you're in the middle of nowhere and the sun's coming up and there's just place. It's, this place is just covered in snow, and it, that was a really cool place. We also uh, stayed at a really nice place. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I can't remember the name. They were so nice. There was a place in Hel- uh, Halifax. Um, oh, they had a name. Do you remember? The name of that bed and breakfast. This bed and breakfast um, caters two bands. So they're like. Okay. In Halifax. Yeah. No. Um, you pay a very low amount. They'll put you in and then they'll feed you in the morning. And it's like four catered to- towards bands. Heck yeah. Yeah, they don't like they don't ask for a ton of money. They ask for like kind of just to like cover the breakfast kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I, I wish I could. the crash in. That's what it was called. The crash the in. The crash in. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So where's the furthest you've been uh from home uh with uh any of your bands? Uh like Florida or yeah, like Colorado. Florida. Yeah. I mean, How were those shows? Uh the, the whole tour was um we weren't uh we weren't like that heavy. I mean, like, yeah. you know, we had some, like, screaming and stuff like that, but all the all the shows that we were, or the bands that we were playing with were, like, I think uh, one band was called The Things They Carried or something like that, and <laughs> the other one was called Caramel Carmella or something. Um, but it started, started in Denver, and uh, we, like, came up to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And I remember we all got to the Buffalo show, and we're all just like, do we just go home? Because, like, <laughs> we're definitely not making any money. Uh, not that it's about making money or anything, right. but, like, you know, we're all, we're all just kind of, like, it wasn't what we thought it was going to be, I yeah. guess. But then we ended up going like back down to Florida. So we were supposed to, um, I think it's called the Keys or something like that in Florida. But yeah. we we're supposed to make like 150 bucks per show. And as soon as we as soon as we got down there, the and saw the met the promoter who was doing the three shows. He's like, I could pay you 150 bucks for all three shows. Okay. So we're like, but luckily uh, Chase's dad had a friend who had this big like big house in a gated community. So we ended up. That was like close to all these places. So yeah. we just stayed there and it was kinda like a little like end of the tour vacation. Vacation, yeah. Really nice. Uh and they have like they have like four locos. Oh me- yeah. Me- remember four, remember yeah, those yeah. things? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we we ended up having some fun with those. Um and we saved like a joint from Denver or whatever. But um 
yeah anyways uh i had to like call my call my mom and be like hey mom can you send me some money so we can <laughs> pay for gas to get home but yeah. i think it, it was for i'm i'm getting ahead of myself but the furthest i think would be like florida florida yeah that's super cool that's that's further than colorado i think right uh i don't know I don't let's, know. Let's say it American is. geography I'm yeah. terrible with. One is one coast, one is the other that I think yeah, of. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's about as much as I know. What's your go-to gas station snack while you're on the road? Go-to gas station snack. I love like the, uh, I don't know exactly what they're called, but like the little cupcake. The hostess uh, cupcakes. Hostess yeah. cupcakes, yeah. Something like that or yeah. like a bag of like sweet chili heat. Yeah. Or something like Good that. Good call. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a sucker for the Twinkies as well. Twi- yeah, yeah, yeah. Any hostess kind of pastry I like yeah, yeah. a sucker for. Yeah, the for. cookies or anything like that. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I love sweets. Yeah. So. Yeah. Is there any, any guy. preferred drink you go through? Soft drinks, slushies? Uh, probably, probably like Gatorade or something. Yeah, like Gatorade. That. Yeah. That's or a good thing good to have old, on the road. Good old fashioned water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't go wrong with water. Yeah. Right on. Um. What are some of your? Or sorry, actually, before I get into that, uh, if if lastly's at the level of Metallica, uh, so you guys are selling out arenas, you guys Holy. are fucking huge. <laughs> what's in your green room waiting for you? What's the rock star dream writer? Oh my, I've, I've literally never thought of that. Uh, probably, probably like pad Thai. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know, pad Thai. Some tofu uh, pad Thai. Tofu pad Thai. Yeah. Tofu pad Thai. Um, yeah, I'd say some like, I don't know. I don't like drinking before I play, but like, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, probably some some sort of booze for after or something like that. Uh, that's a great question, Phil. You got me there. Um, <laughs> I've never thought about that. Snacks. Yeah. I don't know. What, what would you choose? Uh, <laughs> Let so, me steal from, from you. <laughs> yeah, no. So like uh, if I had like a budget like that, it would be something stupid. There would probably be a couple arcade cabinets. Off to the side. Oh, something, yeah. Something like a play oh, okay. just before. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've always, uh, to be like fucking weird, just to make it, because again, I got this weird, but like a uh, <laughs> stupid budget. I would probably have movie posters of movies that didn't do too well. So like maybe like you know, like That's Adventures of Pluto Nash. Yeah. Uh, the Master of Disguise or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool to have a, a celebrity in there. Like, yeah, like, of course. Yeah. Um, Who's the one dude uh, from Superbad? I could use Michael Sarah. Yeah. Every show that we play, Michael Sarah has to be in the green room, just hanging out, <laughs> just hanging <laughs> it's out. Part of the writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he, and it would be great if he was his character from This Is the End. He's just yeah, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I literally it. just watched that the other day. That's <laughs> so, it's that's a classic yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It gets impaled by the. Uh, the that's uh, right. The <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Looking for a cell phone. Yeah, love it. Awesome. So I think I've got one more question here for you, and it's a big one. What are your top five favorite bands. And if you can't give me five, give me three. Five favorite, favorite bands, artists. Artist uh, bands, yeah. The Used is definitely one of my favorite. I don't know oh, if yeah. you guys ever listen to them. Oh, yeah. They're the huge. Used. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they're like the adult version of My Chemical Romance. Yeah, I mean. Pe- yeah. People are going to hate that, but <laughs> that's how I feel. Have you ever seen the – it's funny that you bring that up. Have you ever seen the performance, it's a live performance of they, uh, My Chemical Romance and The Use do a cover Under of Pressure. Under Pressure? Yeah, yeah, I have like, seen that. Yeah, it's Crazy, so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you get yeah. the dynamic that like David Bowie and mm-hmm. uh, what's his name, fucking Freddie Mercury had. It's, yeah. it's really cool to see them both like – because they're both – pillars of the emo scene kind of like that myspace scene yeah but they both have very different voices but it, they're complementary yeah yeah, yeah absolutely this is a cool band uh, yeah i love that collab that's at the end of one of the records i think that's at the the end of um in love and death yeah yeah well used so yeah definitely the used um i love casey musgraves i don't know if i've ever casey heard musgraves that. is a, a, a 
country artists, okay. I guess. But it's like it's not country, but it's country, but it's pop. But okay. it's, it's nice. They're like they're really nice pop tunes, and she talks. Um, she won like best album of 2018, and she talks about how she, her, and her husband just did a bunch of acid before she wrote this uh, record. You know, and I, I like I love that. Yeah, for some yeah. reasons for yeah, such a mainstream artist to just be like, yeah, I did a bunch of acid and wrote this, and it, and it won 2018's best record. And then she just released a new one. And she said she did like a guided mushroom trip. Um, not to get off topic, I don't know. I've been doing a micro. I've been microdosing mushrooms. Oh yeah, yeah. how's that? How's that? It's one? unreal. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's not enough. Um, I've done mushrooms where I'm like tripping out. Yeah. Um, which can be fun, but also like scary. Very but, scary. Yeah, when you're taking just a little bit, I just feel like it's like kind of nice, and you kind of feel it. It's like just like kind of massaging your shoulders right. a little bit while you're doing, going through your day. Yeah, I've always kinda... wanted to experience with microdosing. Yeah. So, how, like, you just, like, you, you buy them nowadays, right? You buy like, them. Just... I just, I buy them from someplace in, like, BC, I oh, think. Cool. And they just mail it to me. It's there in a few days. And, yeah, you'll just, like, just wake up, take, like, a 200 MG. Yeah. Have, like, your tea or coffee and get on with your day. And it's... Makes a difference, eh? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Um. Anyways, favorite bands. Uh, I really do like Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, yeah. There's Can't go a, wrong with them. There's a couple couple records I really like, and I just kind of fell off that train for a bit and uh, listened to Ammo. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. Yeah, it's yeah. It was the first time I've ever. I didn't even know it existed, mm-hmm. but I was I was listening to um, Separternal Sep- and yeah. and then into uh, That's the Spirit, and then I was like, oh, there's a new one, and I'm listening to it. And it's just it's just really creative, and it's still got that kind of heavy stuff. And then they have a new song called Die for You. Yeah. It's a really yeah, catchy like, song. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so they're such an interesting band. I remember them so well when they hit the scene with that first record, Count Your Blessings. And I very vividly remember. I can't remember Is who that with like Chelsea Smile and No, it's before that. Before it was like that. Pray for Plagues. Okay. It's like the more deathcore sounding yeah. stuff. Uh I can very vividly remember, I can't remember who I was talking to, but it was talked to about that band. And uh I can remember them saying that band won't be a band in 10 years. They're just a bunch <laughs> of posers and all that. And like one of the biggest bands, they're huge. And they've yeah. done so much for that sound, right? They, they constantly are evolving and, uh, and bringing it to new levels. And yeah. like, uh, if you were to, if you were to tell a fan of that band, what they sound like nowadays, they'd be like, what are you talking about? But to see that progression, yeah. it just only makes sense. Oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah they're a really no, I, cool. I band. love it. I love even, um, I don't know how you guys feel about Coldplay, but like Coldplay is another great band yeah. that has done that too, from like just like piano and whatever rock to what they are now. I feel like they've they've evolved like like crazy too, and I and I, I like that too. Like I don't like uh, hearing the band like a band do the same album over and over and over again. Yeah. You know? Though the used the used is newest album. I was I listened to it. I'm like there's there's like some influence from like the Taste of Ink and like and uh, in Love and Death, and I kind of like that. Um, but yeah. Anyways, you don't, I don't. I don't like hearing the, the same. If yeah, same if you keep that time. influence in there, it's fine. But like, you still gotta na- like uh, hit new levels with the yeah. sound, right? Or, you know uh, I mean? or B- Billy Talent has a new album out. How is it? I haven't listened to it. It's good. Yeah, there's some there's some there's some tunes where you're like, oh man, I think he might have kept this riff in his back pocket from like the first album. Oh and yeah, bring it out. So yeah, it's kind of cool. They're an interesting band because they've made it quite a big with the sound that they have. Like they're. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, say what you will about the band, but like that, it's hard for uh, to look back and like try honesty with such a. It's an aggressive tune, but like, look where they got at them. Like, yeah, it's like uh, that's, that's one of my favorite songs. I think that guitar player is just like the first, the first two records for sure are my are my favorite. But like, 
um, I used to teach guitar at my house for like a little bit, and mm-hmm. I don't. And all these kids that would come in who were like, "Oh, I'm born in 2001. <laughs> I'm born in 2002," and I'm like, "Holy fuck!" Like I've never heard of Billy Talent. I'm like, "You got to listen to these first two albums and like just learn how to play like the first two albums on guitar and like." They're, they're awesome you know? yeah those that like that vocal style that he does is definitely influential for like even my band hellbent like Fair that kind of like high pitch kind of yeah, like yeah. screaming yeah it's cool that they're still around yeah i like that um another another band i don't know if you guys have heard them or not but a, a band called copeland from uh i don't think i have they're from For- florida but yeah th- that's um kind of like piano uh alternative rock kind yeah. of whatever they same kind of thing started off kind of as like this kind of like not aggressive kind of like yeah like a rocky kind of band into something like completely different but very nice copeland uh blink 182 billy talent yeah yeah I'm trying to think if i'm i'd hate to go home and be like oh i forgot that i really love this band <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of that how, how about you guys one of my favorite bands of all time would definitely have to be Metallica's up there. Can't go wrong with that. Metallica's one of my biggest influences on just like everything. Um, I also love I love an artist. Uh, he goes by the name of Slug, but he's in a band called Atmosphere. He's a rapper. He's cool. from uh, Minneapolis. I've always loved him. He's just been super cool to again. He's st- he has a label called Rhyme Sayer, so he's always bringing these artists up, and like he's been active since the '90s. So like. And now he's a lot older. Now he's more of like a dad. He even cool. makes joke like jokes oh, yeah. about like dadmosphere. Like <laughs> so, like uh, yeah, no, I, he's one of my favorites. Uh, and I, every time I die, is definitely one of my favorite cool. bands of all time. Uh, it's, I'm really heartbroken about them breaking up. They they just released a new tune, didn't the they? whole record. Yeah, okay. They released record, the whole yeah. record in November, and then they broke up. Right. And uh, that just happened a couple weeks ago. I think they, I read something about that. I it was pretty you. awful. They, I, I don't know anything about it. I, oh, couldn't, so, I couldn't find what it was about. Oh, really? I, I, in a nutshell, uh, it's what happened with like the Gallagher's, like or the like uh, oh, Oasis okay. Brothers, just yeah. like the kind of the both Keith and uh, Jordan. Like again, in a nutshell, you can look it up. Uh, they're not getting along. Let's just put it that way. Uh, enough, yeah. So uh, and uh, the band's just kind of reached a, a, a tipping point. So. Yeah, fair enough. It's really bummer to see, um, yeah. but it is what it is, right? Cool. <laughs> Well, you know what? I think we'll end it there. Cool, man. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is awesome. Uh, Where can all the viewers and listeners uh, find you on social medias? Where are all the bands? Social medias. I think think Instagram is lastly lastly music. Um, Lastly with an I. Um, TikTok. For all you TikTokers, yeah. it's vastly official. Have you guys done TikTok? Uh, uh, We're like dipping our toes in it. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I, ha- I guess I feel like I have to do it. But, right, right. Yeah. It makes me feel severely out of touch. Yeah. But uh, uh, we're, we're trying. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> you know, too, yeah. like I, it's I hard know. to make content because a lot of people just make content for like the sake of content. And some people just make videos for the sake of making videos. And both of those videos will blow up and be viral. So like yeah. where do bands go from there? I don't know. It's tough. No idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah TikTok. Everything else is like last, lastly music. Lastly, we're on all streaming platforms and whatnot. Awesome. Cool, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Cool. Take it easy. You too. Thanks.
about to fall Who knew you'd find me tuning in to another episode of Banecdotes, a podcast that holds down for the underground sound here in Ontario, Canada. That was Lastly. All the songs you heard today were Lastly. Um, we got the show started off with a track of theirs called You Do This Thing. In the middle there, we played Strangers. And just at the end there, we played No Saint. Awesome. Lovely. Go support them on their band camp, on their YouTube. They're a great band. Now, if you haven't already, I need you to do me a favor. Go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I need you to do that. It helps me a bunch. If you have, thank you. I appreciate it. But if you haven't, let me appreciate you soon or soon to be appreciated. I don't know where I'm going with this. Go and subscribe. Take it easy, folks.